Lord, everybody. Amen. Isn't God good today? Amen. I thank Him for His goodness, for His grace, and His mercy in our lives. Amen. Thank Him uh, for a good Thanksgiving. Anyone else have a, a good long weekend? Amen. Hope you didn't have to work on Friday. It was a nice long weekend for most of us, I think. But God is good, and I'm thankful for His goodness today. First Peter chapter number three, verse number seventeen. Amen. I'm excited about the word of the Lord today. Amen. Hoping that it will help us and touch us and minister to us. Amen. We're going to talk about pain this morning. It doesn't sound like an exciting topic. Amen. It doesn't sound like uh, it might be encouraging, but I, I hope that the Lord will be able to encourage us and strengthen us in this place today. First Peter chapter number 3 and verse 17 says, For it is better if the will of God be so that ye suffer for doing well than for doing evil. For it is better if the will of God be so that ye suffer for doing well than for doing evil. Doesn't sound all that encouraging, does it? Does it suffer for doing well? But I want to preach to us this morning um, on this subject, finding purpose for your pain. Amen. You could be seated this morning. How many of you here today like pain? <clears throat> no hands raised. Kind of what I expected. Kind of seems like a dumb question, doesn't it? None of us here really like pain. We wouldn't, uh, we don't ever have a wish. You know, a lot of times we, we say, I wish I had this and I wish I had that. We don't really say, hey, I wish I had some pain right now. At least I've never, I've never said that. Pain is something that we all experience in our life, and pain is something that we all carry in our life. For some people, people carry pain in their bodies. Maybe it's reoccurring migraine headaches. Maybe uh, you have knee pain or shoulder pain or a pain in the neck. Maybe you were in a car accident and you still experience pain from that. Maybe it's arthritis that you deal with in your body that flares up more often than you would like it to. Maybe it's just something nagging that, that just nags at you. It's, it's nothing that's major, but it's just something that's constantly there uh, that you feel more often than not. Maybe you are like me and you, you have a chronic injury, something that you've dealt with for many, many years, something that just can't seem to get better, just doesn't seem to go away. Uh, for me, I have a, as you all, at least most of you, if not all of you know, I have a, a degenerative back injury. I suffered an injury almost 20 years ago, uh, carrying a, a large case of paper, and uh, someone bumped into me, and it twisted me around, and it wrenched my back, and and I've never been the same since. I was young and dumb back then, and I just kept working, powered through it. I never went to the doctor. And um, last year, uh, last November, almost a year ago, and during our first snowstorm, it, it had snowed, and then the, the weather was going to do what it's doing today. It's going to switch over to some lovely freezing rain and ice and then pure rain. So I'm out there, and I'm thinking it's 10 o'clock at night. i got to get the snow off the ground so that the, the rain can fall down on it. It doesn't get any heavier, so I'm just shoveling as fast as I can. And one of the lifts, I just wrenched my back, 
and I was in more pain than I've ever been in, in all my life, and went out there and just finished what I had to do, went in the house and, and uh, went, sat down on the couch and was going to have a bowl of cereal before bed, and my hand was shaking so bad, it was spilling the cereal and the milk all over me, and so at that moment, I'm like, I got to go to the doctor. I got to go figure out what's going on. So we go to the doctor, and he says, says we'll send you for an MRI and all, all those good tests. And uh, the diagnosis finally came back. You have a torn vertebrae and a bulging disc, and there's nothing that we can do to fix it except for major surgery. And I'm not really recommending that to you because 60% of the people are happy, and 40% of the people come out, and they hate me afterwards. So I'm like, That's, those are not very good odds. So what else can we do? He said, well, you can try an injection. So I tried that, and it helped me for a, a couple of weeks. And, but the only real fix is, is surgery for it. So pain is something that I'm very familiar with. I feel pain every single day of my life. About the only time that I don't feel the pain or I don't recognize it is when I'm here preaching. That's the nice thing about preaching. I just kind of forget all about it, and the Lord just overshadows it. But this pain has caused me to have a very hard time sleeping. I've never been the best sleeper in my life, and maybe it has a lot to do with this. But most nights I wake up three, four, five, six times a night and just can't seem to fall into a deep sleep. I can remember twice this year that I've slept through the night. I, I remember the two times because those were glorious nights. I fell asleep. I woke up in the same position I fell asleep in. When my alarm clock went off, I'm like, oh, wow, I slept through the night. It's so unusual for me. Uh, I've been almost probably over a month now that I, before, since I've slept in my bed, I sleep on the couch because it's more comfortable for me. Uh, I can't sit for long periods of time, nor can I stand on my feet for long periods of time. I just can't find a, a comfortable spot for long periods of time that, that feels good. There have been days and nights when I would pray to God that he would heal me and take away the pain that I feel almost constantly in my body. Now, I'm not saying any of this today because I want you to feel bad for me or I want sympathy or, or any of those types of things. I just am telling you these things today because I want you to know that I know what it feels like to feel pain. I know what it's like to experience pain in my body, in my life, on an almost constant basis. Pain is something that we all experience. We have mentioned some forms of physical pain in our body, but maybe you are one of the lucky ones today and your body's good and you don't really deal with a lot of physical pain. But maybe your pain today is emotional pain. Maybe your pain is something that you carry from your past. Maybe your pain is the pain of betrayal, someone letting you down, or the pain of abandonment, or the pain of abuse, or the pain of loss or the pain of unrealized or unrealistic expectations that have been placed upon you, or unrealized potential that you feel you have in your life, but you've yet to see it fulfilled, or the pain of addiction or harmful habits. We all feel some kind of pain here today. Whatever your pain is, I want you to know this morning that there is a purpose for your pain in your life. For the believer, pain is never pointless. Psalms chapter number 34 and verse 19 says this. It says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Well, that's encouraging, isn't it? Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Amen. I'm thankful today that the Lord has the ability to deliver us out of everything that we go through in our life today. Even though we may not like it, pain is never pointless for us in our life. Let me ask you this today. How many of you, if given the choice this morning, would choose to have the pain that you experience and suffer from in your life taken away? 
I want you to raise your hand today. I don't care if it's physical pain, emotional pain, spiritual pain, mental pain, whatever it is, whatever pain you suffer from today in your life, if you had the ability to have it taken away, would you take it away? I want to read for, or I want to tell you about a book that I read a few years ago that was the inspiration for this message. It's a book called The Gift of Pain. Now, the title caught my attention, so I decided I had to read it. In this book, it's an autobiography about the life of a man named Dr. Paul Brand. He was born in India in 1914 to British missionaries. His childhood gave him a close glimpse of the deep suffering in the lives of people that his parents were trying to help minister to. After attending medical school in England during World War II, he returned to India with a goal of helping the many people of that country that were suffering from leprosy. After many years in India, Dr. Brand moved to America and worked in Louisiana, also helping people suffering from leprosy. In his many years of treating people with this terrible disease, he discovered that people with leprosy and also people with nerve disorders, alcoholism, and other conditions developed an insensitivity to pain that put them in constant peril to injuries and wounds. He tells some very heart-wrenching accounts of different patients that he worked with, but one that stood out to me was an account of a little girl that became his patient. This little girl did some horrific things to herself. One day, her mom put her in a crib to play. And after a little bit, she came back to check on her little girl. And she found her with red smears all over her, her crib and all over her sheets and all over the walls. And she began to search frantically for the marker or for the, the paint that, that uh, she must have got a hold of. And she couldn't find anything. And she looked at her daughter, and to her horror, she realized that her little girl had bitten off the tips of all of her fingers. And the red smears that she saw was her blood as she played with her blood and painted with her blood. And she did all this, her mom said, with a smile on her face, never crying or indicating that she was in any form of pain whatsoever. Her mom obviously picks her up and brings her to the, the doctor's office, and the doctor looks at her and, and uh, gives her diagnosis and a few months later, she said her daughter was playing in the, in the living room, and she got up on the table or a couch and jumped off, and she broke her ankle. And her foot was obviously, her ankle was obviously broken because her foot was facing in the wrong direction. And the little girl never stopped. She just kept running around on that broken ankle, never indicating that she had any form of pain whatsoever. And see, what this little girl had, what the doctor said, what Dr. Paul Brand told this mom is, he explained to her parents that she was suffering from a rare condition where she could feel absolutely no pain. There were other tragic and terrible things that happened to this little girl throughout her life. But one of the most tragic was that her father could not stand to see his daughter go through all the terrible things that happened to her. So he left the family. Dr. Brand tried to reason with him, but he simply said that his daughter was a monster and he could not deal with her or stand to be around her anymore and walked away from her forever. You see, this little girl was no monster, but she had just no ability to feel pain. She had no understanding that what she was doing was bad because to her it did not feel bad. 
She did not have the body's most basic warning system, which is pain. You understand today if you put your hand on a hot stove and you feel what you know you're going to feel, that's a warning to you to get your hand off of that. This little girl didn't have that. She didn't have the most basic warning sense in her body, and that was pain. And because, her, because of this, her life was full of extremely painful moments to, for those that were closest to her. Dr. Brand came to realize through the many people that he treated that most people view pain as a curse, but really it can be a gift to us in our life. We may think that the ability to feel no pain would be a wonderful thing, but consider another story from Dr. Brand. As I mentioned, he treated many people with leprosy over the years, and many of the people that worked for him and with him over those years, expressed a deep concern to him that one day they would, too, contract the disease of leprosy. And he would always assure them that leprosy was much harder to transmit than it was made out to be. And if they just took the proper precautions, that everything would be fine and that they had nothing to worry about. Well, one time on one of his business trips, he was staying at a hotel. And after traveling all day, uh, being in airports, being on planes, walking here and there, he got to his hotel and he took off his shoes and he was walking around his room and he stubbed his toe quite hard on something. And he had the same reaction that you or I would have, where he immediately lifted his foot up off the ground. You know the reaction that you have when you stub your toe? You make that face, it's like... <laughs> Before you can even feel the pain, your, your face is contorted in that expression because you know what's traveling up your foot and up your leg and all the way to your brain. You know what you're about to feel. And he makes that face and he grabs his foot because he, know he knows the pain is coming, but then he realizes there's nothing. He feels no pain. And he knows he stubbed his toe hard enough where he should be feeling quite a bit of pain right now. And he said that he began to feel panic rising inside of him. All those stories of the people with leprosy that he had helped. And all the accounts of people who he had reassured that they, they had nothing to worry about. And all these things began to come back to his mind. And now the panic begins to rise inside of him. Hey, am I, did I contract leprosy? Do I have something wrong with me? He said he grabbed a pin and he ripped off his sock and he sat down on the bed and he poked himself with that pen and he felt nothing and he poked himself a little bit harder and he felt nothing and he jammed that pen in, into his foot and he felt nothing. He said he went to bed that night with that feeling of dread and panic within him and he had a fitful night in and out of sleep panicking, wondering if his life was going to change, wondering if he would ever be a doctor again, wondering if, his, if he would even be able to see his family anymore, if he'd be able to be their father or their husband, if he would be able to live with them, wondering how much his life was going to change now that he could feel no pain. And after that fitful night of sleep, he arose the next morning. He thought to himself, let me test this thing one more time. And he grabs that pen and he plunges it into his foot and immediately he yells out, ow, for the pain had returned. And in that moment, he said to himself, these were his words from his book. He said, in that moment, I thought to myself, thank God for pain. 
for he recognized what a life with no pain would mean for him and the horrors that it could bring to somebody. While none of us here today really like to experience the pain that we go through, and while most people view pain as a curse, in reality, pain is really a gift to us. Our scripture text that we read a few minutes ago from 1 Peter chapter number 3 says, For it is better if the will of God be so that ye suffer for doing well than for evil doing. A few years ago, in a book that I also read called Leadership Pain, Samuel Chan wrote this. He said that growth equals change, change equals loss, and loss equals pain. So in that case, growth equals pain. He said growth is painful. Anything that grows experiences some form of pain. And if we avoid pain in our life, we avoid growth. And he also said these words. He said, you will only grow to the threshold of your pain. So if you want to grow, you have to increase your pain threshold. Often the difference between where I am and where God wants me to be is the pain that I am willing to endure to get there. We talk many times today uh, throughout the course of our lives here in preaching in different, different ways. We talk often about the importance of growing in God and growing in our relationship with him. And we understand the importance of growing in our own personal lives and, and maturing and growing up and, and learning new things and getting past some things. But many times, most of the time, I should say, that growth is painful. And if we want to grow, we've got to be willing to go through some painful moments in our life in order to fulfill the growth and see the growth that we want to see. And if you remember being a teenager and having growing pains, well, if you don't want to stay four foot tall, you have to go through some growing pains in order to get to six foot tall or however tall you're supposed to be. There's some painful moments that you have to go through. And the same thing can be said for us spiritually and emotionally. If we want to grow, if we want to get closer to God, if we want to be better, we have to go through some painful moments in our life. This is why I'm preaching to us today that there's a purpose for your pain. If you want to grow, if we want to see this church grow, if we want to draw closer to God, if we want to fulfill the purpose that he has for us, then there are some things that we must be willing to surrender and to give up. God will require anything that stands between us and his will or anything that keeps us from living in the full anointing that he has for us in our life. It is painful for us to give up the things that our flesh desires, but it is necessary in order for us to grow spiritually. We love when God makes us a promise in our lives, but many times we just want the promise to happen without having to do any of the work to see it fulfilled. But pain is what many times stands between a decision and the fulfillment of the promise that God has made to us. We must be determined that we are going to do whatever God wants us to do, to go through whatever God wants us to go through in order to see his perfect will accomplished for us in our lives. You know, I have prayed many times, and I have been prayed for many times, for God to heal me of my back injury. But I've come to realize that healing is not the ultimate goal today. The ultimate goal is not the miracle, but the ultimate goal is the glory of God in my life and his will for me in my life. I would love for God to heal me, and I know that he can, 
but I also have come to recognize that there is a purpose for my pain today. My pain reminds me every day that I need him and that I need his strength and that I need his help, that I can't do this thing by myself, but I'm dependent on him and I rely upon him. I know that his grace is sufficient and that his strength is perfect when my strength is gone because I have been in those moments more times than I can count where I've needed his strength and his grace. I've come to understand that the will of God is the glory of God. If he chooses to heal me, he will receive glory in that. But if he chooses not to heal me, he will also receive glory from me because I know that he is still my healer today. And I know that he is still my savior today. And I know that he's still my deliverer today. You see, God is more concerned with my soul than he is my body. That is not to say that he does not care about the physical struggles that we have in our life, but he is more concerned with the state of our souls. So if he never heals me, I'm going to continue to live for him. And if he never heals me, I'm going to continue to serve him. And if he never heals me, I'm going to continue to be faithful to him. I'm going to continue to live my life the same way that I live it today, whether I have to go through pain or whether I don't have to go through that pain any longer. Pain many times has a way of producing holiness within us. And God is more concerned with your holiness than he is your happiness. And you know God is more concerned about your holiness than he is about your wholeness. So because of this, pain is not an intrusion into my life. But for me, pain is essential in my life because it keeps my focus and the attention upon Jesus. Remember we said a few minutes ago that growth never happens without pain? I've wondered where I would be today if I didn't have the pain that I have in my body. Would I trust God as much as I do? Would I rely on him as much as I do? Would I depend on him as much as I do? Would I have as much faith in him as I do today? You see, a lack of pain is numbness. And numbness should not be an option because I want to grow continually. And anything that's growing is going to go through pain. I don't want numbness in my life, but I want to grow. I want to experience more. This is why sickness, it cannot keep me from the will of God. And problems cannot keep me from living for God. And stress will never keep me from living for God. Or persecution is not going to keep me from living for God. And suffering is not going to keep me from living for God. And pain cannot keep me from the will of God in my life. My pain will not keep me from living for God, but it will propel me to trust God even more. I will not allow my pain to drive me away from God, but I will allow it to draw me closer to God. We don't have to stop praying for healing or praying for the miraculous. We just have to know that if the miraculous does not come, that God is still on our side and God will still receive the glory from everything that we go through in our life. He gives us grace to bear our circumstances. He gives us strength when his timing is perfect. Amen. You know, I don't always know why God chooses to heal some people and he doesn't choose to heal others. All I know is that his will is perfect for me in my life. Acts, uh, excuse me, Romans chapter number 8 and verse 28 says, All things work together for good to those that love God and to those that are called according to his purpose. So the scripture says all things work together for good. That means the good things and the bad things, the good moments 
and the bad moments, the easy times and the hard times, the painful times and the times of peace. They all work together for good to those that love God. Amen. Pain is included in all things. And that's why I say today that pain is never pointless, but it is working together for our good, even when we can't see it. How many of you know today that everyone feels pain? We all feel pain. Even good people feel pain. As we already said, Psalm 34 and 19, many of the afflictions of the righteous. But truth is that sometimes Christians have a harder time handling pain because we look at the promises of God and we read our Bible and we conclude that God should fill our lives with happiness and success and that God should take away everything that bothers us. That's how many Christians interpret the Bible. Christians struggle many times to contextualize their pain when they know that they serve in a living and all-powerful and all-loving God that can take away our pain. So if he can, why doesn't he? Why doesn't he bring relief to my situation? Why, doesn't, why does he allow me to continue to go through this? Why doesn't he heal me? Why doesn't he deliver me? Why doesn't he set me free of these things that are afflicting me in my life? Do you know that most of the time, the easy days of life are not the ones that we are growing? Well, the days that we grow the most is when we're, we're learning from the painful moments that we are going through. It's not the easy days when we grow. The easy days are when we're just sailing along without a care in the world. The easy days are the days where I forget to pray. The easy days are the days I forget to set some time aside for God. The easy days when I have nothing bother me are the days when uh, I kind of forget about God for a while. But it's in those difficult times when our minds seem like they're more focused on God, where they should be. And we call upon God in our time of trouble. We call upon God in our time of need. And that's when God is able to come down and help us with the situations. Most of the time, growth, the greatest growth happens in the stormy times of life when we are experiencing pain and difficulties in our life. Remember what we said earlier, you will only grow to the threshold of your pain. So if you want to grow, you have to increase your pain threshold. Often the difference between where I am and where God wants me to be is the pain that I am willing to endure. So where do you want to be today? Where do you want to be in your relationship with God? Where do you want to be in your walk with God? Do you see that you are not at that place yet? Do you see growth that can happen in your life? Well, if so, maybe we need to increase the level of pain that we are willing to go through. Now, it may not be bodily pain, physical pain, but spiritual pain, emotional pain. If we want to grow in God, we've got to be willing to push past the level we are at right now and allow God to grow us into what he wants us to be. Pain is where you grow, so if you want to grow, you have to expand your pain threshold. There's a myth that says that time heals all wounds. I mean, have you ever heard that before? Time heals all wounds. Time doesn't heal all wounds. You lose somebody in your life, I don't know that you could live for 100 years and it's going to heal 
the hole that's left in your heart from that loved one that's gone. If you have an injury in your body and it's not fixed, I don't know how you could live 100 years with that same injury and how time will heal that wound if it's unhealable. So time doesn't heal all wounds. It's a myth. But I want to let us know today that even though time does not heal all wounds, eternity will heal all of our wounds today. Sometimes the will of God does not make sense to our human mind, but if you put it in the context of eternity, it is perfect. No matter the pain that you experience, no matter what you have to go through in this life, I want to encourage you to keep on living for God today. I want to let you know that you can keep on trusting in the Lord today. No matter what we have to experience in our life, no matter what we have to go through, we can keep our hope and our faith and our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ today. The Bible tells us that we should not lean upon our own understanding today, but in all of our ways, we ought to acknowledge him. Amen. Your pain may not go away in this life, but as the song says, when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that's going to be. It's all going to be worth it all when we get to heaven and see Jesus. We're not going to feel the pain that we experience today. We're going to leave it all behind. We're going to be up there where there is no pain, no suffering, no torment, no, no troubles in our life, no stresses, no family issues in a, that will be upon us. There's going to be peace and there's going to be comfort and everything will be washed away because we'll be with Jesus for all of eternity. So even though pain, even though time may not heal the wounds that we have today, I want to encourage you today that soon and very soon there's coming a day where eternity is going to heal everything that we struggle with in our life today. I feel like God wants to do a healing work inside of our life today. Maybe it's not the, the healing in a typical way that you may think of, but a deep healing inside of us. The pain may not go away after this type of healing, but he wants us to know that his grace is sufficient for us in our life this morning. The pain that you feel is God's way of equipping you and empowering you. So I want us to do something in our life today. I want us to stop praying the pain away and allow God to use the pain that you are experiencing in your life to draw you closer to him today. The old song says, only Jesus can satisfy my soul. It doesn't matter what I receive from this world. It doesn't matter if I have no problems or all the problems in this world, but I serve a God that can satisfy my soul. That satisfaction is not based upon what I'm going through or not going through, how good things are, how bad things are, but it's only based upon who he is. And he is always good. So stop praying the pain away and allow God to use the pain in our lives to draw us closer to him. Maybe someday we'll be able to rejoice where God does take that pain away and what a great day that will be. But if it's the will of God, then that's even a better day. But if it's the will of God that we suffer for doing good, and when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that's going to be. The pain that you feel today is God's way of equipping and empowering us. So I wanna let you know today that you can find power in your pain. You can find strength in your pain. You can find a new level of faith in your pain today. Sometimes the miraculous is not the healing, 
or the deliverance, but it is God giving us the strength to go through what we must go through. For it is better if the will of God be so that you suffer for doing well than for doing evil. Can we stand this morning? Romans chapter number eight and verse number 18 says, for I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Another translation of the Bible says it this way. The pain that you've been feeling can't compare to the joy that's coming. Amen. I want to let us know today, no matter what we are going through in our life, I believe that God has the ability to strengthen us and to encourage us and to help us to get beyond feeling what we feel and just bringing us down in our life. But God has the ability to help us in every situation that we are going through in our life where he can be our strength and he can be our comfort and he can be the lifter of our head, even in the painful moments of our life. Amen. I wonder if we could come to an altar today, just lift our hands and allow the Lord to help us and speak to our life and minister to our situations that we might be going through. I want to let you know as you're coming today that Jesus knows everything that you're going through today. There's been no one upon this earth that has ever walked this earth that felt more pain than Jesus felt in his own body. And that's why the scripture says, surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrow. The Lord knows exactly what you're going through in your life today, whether it be physical, emotional, spiritual. It doesn't matter what it is today. God knows what it is, and he has the answer for you in your life today. God wants to encourage us. He wants to strengthen us. He wants to do a work in our life today. Can we lift our hands and begin to worship him today? Jesus, we need you in our life this morning, God. Jesus, we need your power and your presence to come down and touch us today, Lord. God, I believe that you're able to come down and help us today, Jesus, with the things that we are struggling with in our life today. God, I pray that you would bring purpose to our life, Lord, through our pain today, God, that you would draw us closer to you today, God, that you would help us to know you more today, Jesus. God, don't let the pain that we experience today drive a wedge between us and you, God, or push us away from you today, God, but I pray that the pain that we experience in our life today, Lord, would pull us towards you in our life today, Jesus. Hallelujah.
Amen. For too long, we've allowed hurt and bitterness and depression and, and anger and whatever else we might be feeling in our life be the dominating force of our life. For too long, we've allowed pain to be the dominating feeling in our life. I'm here to let us know today that we can find purpose in our pain today. That God can come down and allow power to come into your life through your pain today. Amen. I believe that God can come down and turn your test into a testimony this morning. And the thing that you've been dealing with, the situation that you've been dealing with in your life today, God can turn that into your greatest testimony of his great power in your life this morning. Amen. Can we worship him today? Amen. God, we need you to do that for us in our life today, God. Lord, we want to receive that victory in our life today, Lord. We want to receive that kind of healing in our life today, Jesus. God, we want to receive that kind of deliverance in our life today, Lord. God, we want this moment in our life to be the greatest testimony that you've ever given to us, Jesus. God, we may not not understand why we're going through what we go through today, God, but you have the answer for us this morning, Jesus. You have the ability to help us, God. You have the ability to touch us right now, Lord, and to bring us out of these things that we are facing today, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, I worship you today, Jesus. I praise you today, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Whatever you want me to do, God, whatever you want me to go through, Jesus, I want to trust you today, God. I'm going to continue to live for you and serve you today, Jesus. we're drawing things out but one thing we have from the word of God is we have each other we have a a commandment from the word of God to bear one another's burdens that when one is in pain and when one is hurting or one is suffering we are to bear one another's burdens and to lift each other up so I'd like if you wouldn't mind today each person to find at least one or two or three other people and let's come together and let's bear one another burdens let's as brothers and sisters in christ begin to pray over each other for the pain you might be suffering pain in your life but when you begin to pray over someone else's hurt and begin to pray over someone else's pain God will bless you at the same time. He may not heal you, but you'll feel God's presence and his touch. So let's find some people and begin to really pray that God would touch and God would minister and begin to bless and work one for another. God, I pray, touch my brothers and my sisters today, Lord God. God, I pray, Lord Jesus, you would take the pain that they're dealing with, God, and remove it from them. Oh, Lord, give them the strength to bear it today, God. Lord, give them the strength, Lord Jesus, to take that pain and, Lord, to put it into pursuing you, to take that pain and to put it into serving you, God. Let it be something that would give them a strength inside of their spirit, God. My body might be hurting, oh, Lord, but my spirit can become strong, oh, God. When I begin to seek after you, Lord, touch my brother, God. 
Touch my sister today, Jesus. Give them a spiritual strength, Lord God, that, Lord, will overcome the things of life that are weighing them down, oh God. Give them a spiritual strength, oh Lord, that will help them overcome the emotional and overcome the physical and overcome the mental things that are tearing apart their lives, oh God. Begin, oh Lord Jesus, to deliver us, God. Lord, the physical pain may not go away, or the situation may not be changed, Lord, or the finances may not get there, but Lord, to know that I have you, and I have my brother, and I have my sister, Lord, to lift me up, oh God, to know that I'm not alone in my pain, I'm not alone in my trouble, but Lord, there is a purpose. You have a purpose for my life, oh God, and it might hurt once in a while. It might be tough once in a while, God. It might be difficult to go through, but Lord, I know, oh God, that there is a God that is there for me, and there is a family that I have here, oh God, that is there with me, Lord, to lift me up, oh God, to encourage me, Jesus, to help me, Lord, to go through the things that we go through in this life, oh God. I thank you for the pain, oh God, because it lets me see what's wrong in my life. I thank you for the pain, oh God, because it draws me closer to you, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for the pain because it lets me go to my brother and say, I need you, Lord. I need your help. I need you in my life. It lets me turn to you, oh God, and recognize my need spiritually for you, oh God. presence, oh Lord, sweep over us today, oh God. Lord, let your sweet spirit, oh God, begin to minister one to another today, Jesus. Lord, we need you and we need each other today, oh God. Lord, help us today. Help us, oh Lord, to find some some relief today in your presence, Lord. Help us, Lord, to pursue righteousness as you spoke about today, God. Help us to pursue holiness today, Lord God. Holiness over wholeness, God. Lord, to know that you are the utmost important thing in our lives, oh God. Lord, I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're there in the pain. I thank you, Lord God, that you're there through the trouble. I thank you, Lord God, that you're there through everything that we have to deal with today, God. I love you, Lord, and I worship you, Jesus. God, thank you for our family here today, God, that we can go to, Lord, when we're burdened and downtrodden, God, that we can go to when we're hurting and struggling, oh, God. Thank you, Lord, that there are people here that love us, God, that love me, Lord, that love one another, God, and that we're there together, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that we bring each other through the pain, God, that we bear one another's burdens. Lord, that we go through everything together. We are not alone, oh God, but we've got you and we've got each other today. And I thank you for it today, Lord Jesus. I worship you, Lord. I worship you today, Jesus. I thank you today, God. Let's worship the Lord one more time this morning, church. God, I thank you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I worship you today, Jesus. I praise you today, God. I praise you today, Lord Jesus. I love you, Lord. I love you, Jesus. 
I love you, Lord. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. There's a song that keeps going over and over in my mind. It says, I'm going to make it. He already said that I could. And I'm going to keep on trusting that the Lord is working everything for my good. He walks beside me. And heaven is in my view. And I'm going to make it through. There might be some pain there. There might be some hard times and some troubles. But I'm going to make it. And one day, one sweet day, this pain, this life is going to be over. And we are going to have eternity with the Lord. No more pain, no more sorrow, no more troubles. But I am thankful for the pain. Brother Dan spoke about it and I've given my testimony so many times. If it wasn't for the Lord, if it wasn't for my heart condition, who knows if I would still serve the Lord. But because I've always been forced to trust in Him, He has never let me down. And I'm so thankful. And I know you all have each of your testimonies. You can look in your life, your physical, your emotional, your spiritual things that you've dealt with. And it's forced you to turn to God because He was the only hope that we had. I'm thankful for the pain because it lets me know that there's a God that I can turn to for help when nothing else in this world can satisfy the needs in our lives. God, we thank you today. Thank you, Lord, for your word to us today, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the pain that has caused us to understand that you're the only one that we need in our lives. You and our church, Lord God. You are what we need, Lord. You are what keeps us going. You, Lord God, are what helps us every single day of our lives, God. When the world around us is swirling, God, and when things don't seem to add up, Lord, I can turn to a God that does care and find purpose in my pain, Lord, and find purpose through my struggles and my trials of life. God, I'm so thankful for you today. God, I pray that we would take this word that we've heard this morning, God, and let it be a reminder to us that you will never leave us, that you would never forsake us. Lord, that you have structured and organized every part of our lives and that you're never going to leave us, Lord, but you're going to help us to make it through until the day where we see you for all of eternity. I thank you, Lord, and I praise you today, Jesus. God, bless your church here today, God. As we leave this place, oh Lord, let us know that we never walk out of those doors alone, God, but that you are always there every single step of the way to know that you're with us, God, and that you have got everything in control. And I thank you today. Let's worship him one more time. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you today, God. I praise your great name, Lord Jesus. I worship you, Lord, and magnify you, God. I lift up your name today, Lord. You are worthy, Jesus. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy today, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you today, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Brother Dan, for the word of God that you ministered to us today. I'm so grateful to have been in the presence of the Lord. What a wonderful day. Sister Double is going to meet with anyone that will be singing for the Christmas service. So if you're a part of that, come see her afterwards. We're going to meet briefly. Let's not forget Wednesday night, Bible study, children's church and teen class. And don't forget Friday evening is the holiday stroll. Let's come and be a part of it. Thank you all for being in church this morning. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.